welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Unsolicited with George D. This is a safe space for uninvited uh, personal truths and opinions. Never, I know y'all never heard of that before. A safe space for uninvited personal truths and opinions. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Your host, George D. A little housekeeping rules. Um, first and foremost, this is a construction zone. All right? Meaning we building here. Next up, um, as a show title, well, it, you know, insinuates, all the dialogue and discussions we have here comes free of your authorization, your approval, and your agreement. Understood? Good. Next, we all need love. We all need love, right? And um, I'm not too proud to ask. So uh, please like this video. Please share this video. Please subscribe um, to the show on any platform on which you choose. Um, and lastly, check us out, unsolicitedwithgeorgeD.com. Check us out online, all right? You can go there for the whole collection of all the content that we provide, um, audio, visual, Etc. You can get some merch there. Definitely do that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and any additional information, you can contact me there, et cetera, et cetera. But first and foremost, once again, I just want to say thank you for, for being here. And welcome, welcome, welcome to this new place called Unsolicited with George D. All right. So this is the genesis. As many people, they're going to end up here some way, somehow, whether visually or combination of audio visually or just on an audio platform and you're like who is this guy where did he come from and what is he what is he doing here or why am I watching him so first and foremost I want to shout out 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 everybody um that remembers me from putting their podcast shout out my man Tony shout out oh shout out Jen shout out Asia uh, shout out all our numerable guests that we've ever had. Shout out Moochie. Shout out Cell. Um, shout out all the co-hosts that we uh, had on those on that, that were my co-hosts or I was their co-host, however you want to put it, um, on that platform. That was a great p platform. We just started an event. Um, content is still out there, so you can definitely go check it out on YouTube if you're already on YouTube, or you can go on um, any podcasting platform of your choice and still check out put in their podcast and still support and listen to our old episodes. Um, wow. So it's been a while. It's been a very, very long while. And uh, to be here right now is kind of surreal. But that's what I'm here for. This first episode is just to kind of bring you into this safe space that I call um, unsolicited. Um, so let me tell you how this show was born, you know, um, if you're familiar with the term redemptive suffering, right, or ever heard it, never heard it, let me give you my take on it, my spin. Um, essentially, I feel like we all go through things in life, right? And um, based on those things that we go through in life, 
you know, some of us do believe that we go through what we go through to and for the benefit of others as well as ourselves, right? If you look at everything and say, yo, this is a learning experience, there's a part of you that also would also say, okay, if I learn from this experience and I got this wisdom from it, then there's a possibility that I could give this to someone else if I so so choose, whether it be a child or whether it be a friend, whether it be a family member, whomever you might see or come to know in passing. So that was the first part of this. The first podcast that I did, uh, put in a podcast once again, um, went through a lot of different things from poor equipment, you know, managing, you know, just the, 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 the ins and outs of just working with other people and collaborating, you know, and um, trying to be accountable while also trying to hold others accountable as well. Um, doing your part, playing your role, all these different things about what it is. But most importantly, um, coming to that place in life where everybody starts to, I think not everyone, but I'm going to say this, for, the sum of, for those that may understand what I'm about to say, I think we all have a voice, Right. And sometimes we don't know what our voice is actually, what it sounds like, uh, what it's meant to say, or how we were meant to use it, rather. Um, and you go through that process, right, in life. Some of us find our voice through our hands and other things or how we labor into other things that are our passions or whatever the case may be. But nevertheless, there's a voice. In other words, I use that analogously analogously for the the purpose of saying like how you choose to communicate or express yourself, right? Um, I was finding my voice on that podcast, right? And I've heard a bunch of different things. That podcast lasted a long time and um, really, really appreciative of everything that we experienced on that podcast and everything that I personally experienced that. I went through some hardships throughout that podcast, and I found it therapeutical. Um, Make a long story shorter. Podcast came to a end, end, like a head. It ended, and um, I found myself in the next, man, maybe like two years, over the last year and a half, two years of life, just honestly never really understanding what impact I could have made, did I make, et cetera. So when the podcast stopped, I wasn't looking for validation or looking for whatever, but what I found very surprising is that how many people reminded me about an episode or a moment, a topic or something that came from that podcast. Then you start to find out who your supporters are, right? Dial it back, redemptive suffering. So when you're going through things and you're finding yourself, finding your voice, going through things in life or whatever the case would be, sometimes you're not aware of who's watching, who's listening and things of that nature. And when you're going through those difficult moments, figure it out moments, joyful moments, et cetera, still, you're not always aware of who's watching and who's listening. And what happens is at a later point in time when you're not doing it anymore or when you're away or removed from it or at the most unlikely times, you're reminded some way, somehow. It could be a post, it could be a, a call, it could be a text, it could be a face-to-face with somebody. 
that reminds you of that thing or whatever that that expression is if you're honest and truly trying to express yourself right so that was that and that's the resentment suffering part about it the next thing is how do we get here again unsolicited what does it all mean right so i'm a man i know we're in a world in ages of everyone identifying and doing these different things won't get into that today but one of the things that I've been noticing is a lot of chatter online, Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube, whatever, about masculinity. It's coming from women. It's coming from men. It's coming from anywhere and everywhere. People talking about men and masculinity. They got now they're associating red pills and blue pills and black pills. I mean, the red blue pill for me was the, the matrix, right? You know, um, but. For whatever reason, it just seems like it's, it's, it's just going rampant right now. Seriously rampant. And it feels like men are under attack. Even in their relationships now where it's being codified and women could also now utilize this red pill, blue pill, alpha, mega. Oh, no, <laughs> was it alpha, mega, uh, uh, what is it, beta? Just going through the litany of all these different terms to describe men. Right? And it'll be a day when I come back to the table and see how we, if the similarities between the, the discussion between men and women. But for right now, just focusing on men, because this podcast is actually designed, this show, this entire thing is designed for men, right? Women, you can come along to anybody in your life, whatever. But this is designed for the man at work. This is designed for the guy who isn't thinking too hardy of himself, the guy who's humble enough and mindful enough to know that it's always room for improvement, the guy who seeks to do so, but in a real legitimate, sustainable kind of way. So as we move to this red pill, blue pill, uh, alpha, beta, gamma, all these, and I'll highlight a few of them, but as we get into this discussion, it just seemed like real, like what the f- what's going on out here? You know what I'm saying? I'm a heterosexual male. Do, 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 these men who call themselves heterosexual men, do they like women? Do they love women? Do they? Because it sounds like a lot of hate, even when I hear some of these women talk. Like, do y'all really love men? Do y'all like men? Like, what, what's really going on here? What is your real relationship with this gender or this choice, right? You could choose whatever you want to in life, but me, heterosexual male, got to be with a heterosexual woman. So, why does it feel like in my quest to become um, the, uh, the best man that I could be, right? I have to navigate through all this nonsense or this chatter about how and which to be with the woman or how to present myself to a woman or how to talk to myself. And people are eating it up. You know what I'm saying? But, the whole Kevin Samuels debate, you know, he was keeping it real, but sometimes people were like, yo, he just too raw and too real with it. Maybe he felt that he had to be that way because of how raw and real women could be. And their, you know, description of the type of man or the type of their standards and preferences. So maybe he was the, 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 the poster child for, all right, y'all got these strict preferences and rules, but for the men like me, here are ours and things of that nature. But just going into it, you know, like, you know, like, look at these, like, 
alpha, right? Uh, the, you know, here's a description of these. All right, so look. They say alpha, charming, well-dressed, uh, dominant and domineering, and attracts partners easily. And this is what dudes is running. They paying for this. They running. Uh, then you got the Sigma, which is on the same level, doing all the same thing too, but he's just calm and composed about how he moves, you know? Then you got the Beta, who's like passive and subordinate and subservient, subservient, like this is the weak guy, the one that people are calling like the simp, but maybe not the full simp, but close enough to it. Then you got the Delta, who's like the average Joe, in between, kind of indifferent, moving around, but... He could also become a simp or he could actually go up or he can go down. He's kind of like in the middle. Then you got the gamma. He's the risk adverse, uh, uh, conflict adverse. You know, he's the maybe the nice guy. He's the intellectual. He's, you know, highly romantic, you know, ideological or uh, uh, whatever the case may be. He might be super successful in life, but maybe not the fan favorite when it comes to women. Might be a little bit different. Then you got the Omega. You know, this is the guy who's just socially a social reject. He's just... Man, whatever, what are y'all doing? I'm doing me. Don't really care about life, what's going on, what's not going on. I'm cool. I'm doing me. Often nine times, not the woman, the man, the woman usually gravitate to, right? Sidebar. When we get into this red pill, blue pill, alpha, mega, beta, all this stuff, man, you can... The, the thing that, 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 that trips me about is when I did a little bit of research, just a little bit of research, you start to see what people are going for the gaffle right now. You, if this was Kool-Aid, this is what they're drinking, right? They're drinking it. They haven't really done their research. They're just standing by this stuff, right? Not realizing the whole time that this is based on some socio-sexual hierarchy, something that um, a guy by the name of Vox Day created. Meanwhile, he did it based on his study of wolves, right? And seeing who the leaders were and blah, 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 and came up with this, like the most dominant person is the alpha, right? Only later to realize, man, maybe I wasn't so right in my judgment of, or my characterization of what the alpha is, because he realized basically that that leader in those packs and so forth was just the parent. So like parents, if in, in that context, you know, they got to feed, they got to create food for, they got to protect their young cubs. Um, they definitely have to hunt because wolves hunt in packs. So they got to hunt and um, make sure that they bring some back to feed those cubs. But if all you're doing is observing the pack, then maybe you might be seeing women and men or the male and female will but you can't necessarily tell the difference. You just see the aggression. You just see the dominate, the dominance or the, the domineering factor, and you're just alpha all the way. Well, maybe he was looking at just the males in the pack. Little leave it alone. Then somebody by the name of, what's his name? L. David Meck wrote a book called The Wolf Ecology, uh, The Baby. And that's where it kind of just stuck, right? Cool, cool, cool. Here's my retort to that. Every man can be every arrange of uh, be an array of different aspects of the sociosexual guy. It might that guy might be an alpha about some stuff. He might be a beta about some other stuff. He might be a gamma about some other stuff. He might be uh, whatever, whatever. Or maybe he just might be one of the three. Right? Brings me to a book called The Five Love Languages. 
we all express love in a multitude of ways, right? However, you might have your primary, you know, secondary, maybe tertiary, you know, things that really hit, they really resonate, but that doesn't mean that you don't touch on the other aspects or the other forms of communication or expression of love that exist. One day it might be, let's say your gift is last, right? That's your fifth. Doesn't mean that one day you might not choose to express yourself through a gift or a gift may not resonate with you as love, even because even though it's not your primary, let's say your primary, like me, is like probably like quality time or something like that, right? A gift may not necessarily resonate, but maybe at some point in time, it might resonate if I find some correlation between time and a gift. Maybe a person took a million years, or let me be realistic, maybe it took a whole year to provide the gift of a lifetime or a gift that they really wanted to shock me. I'm not really into gifts, but if I know it took you a year to be able to acquire this and gift me with this, I might be able to draw that comparison and now that is weighted as high as the quality time that I value, right? So this is how we got here. So unsolicited is all about this. It's about building a community. There's many dudes online, many people online trying to be the leader of everything. Like, all right, all right, um, this is how you do this. This is how you do that. Uh, let me tell you where you're going wrong or you're not going to be a man unless you do this. And, and oh, Listen, man. Shout out to all of them. I'm not knocking none of them. I just feel like one of the things that men aren't doing particularly that women are is building community, right? So here's me. It could be multiple communities. Me, George D. Okay, hey, y'all. Let's create our community. Men, this is the community of unsolicited. We're not doing this for other people's agreement. uh, We're not doing this other people's uh, authorization. We don't need no one else's agreement. We don't need nobody else's approval whatsoever to join into this community. So wherever you are, whoever you are, wherever you are, listen, man, this is a community. And in this community right here, we got a common attitude, an interest, a goal in mind. And the goal is called man at work, right? We all can improve in some capacity, do something better. I don't care where it is, how it is, whatever. It could be a... It could be a, an endeavor, an entrepreneurial goal. It could be a spiritual goal. It could be whatever. It could be multifaceted. It doesn't have to be one goal. It doesn't have to be one attitude. But for the most part, if you want to improve as a man, period, this is, a, this is the community right here. Join me. Partner with me. All right? Partner with me. Okay? I'm your crony in this. You know? I'm not your leader. I'm not none of that. I'm your partner in all this. We all cronies. Our goal is to succeed, right? Our goal is to improve individually within our own capacities to the betterment of not only ourselves, but our family and our our community at large, society at large, et cetera. time for the blind to stop leading the blind probably can't stop that Eh, maybe that was that was that was really ambitious of me 
So I apologize. That was very, very ambitious of me. That's not going to stop. However, what can happen is we can just uh, one person at a time, right? Speak life and love into the next person. So that's what I'm here to do today. I'm speaking life and love into everyone who's watching this today. I don't care who you are, where you are, where you come from. We all have an opportunity. The fact that we're living and breathing to improve ourselves and those that are around us, at least impact those around us so that they can improve. Okay. And with that being said, bring us to a point where figure out how you can speak life and love into yourself and those around you. That's it. This is the genesis. This is the beginning of a new. This is the beginning of the future. This is the beginning of a new you, a new me, a new us, or what have you. Um, here, we're going to learn how to support ourselves and support one another. We're going to grow with one another, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, I'm not going to hold you anymore. Um, I want you to tune into the next episode. I, I'm dropping two. This first episode, when I'm releasing right here, this my, I'm a Gemini guy. I'm not going to give out too much personal information, but I'm a Gemini. We got two sides. Eh, we'll just focus on the fact that we're both good people. <laughs> but... Um, outside of all that, outside of that, all that, um, oh, inclusive of that, actually, um, we're going to grow together. And I just invite you all to this fellowship, this community. Um, so I'm dropping two episodes right off the bat. So after you finish listening to this or watching this. Check out the next episode because now we're going to get into it. There's a whole lot more coming, a whole lot more coming, but definitely get into it. Um, so email me questions, concerns, suggestions, ideas, things you want me to get my spin on, uh, you know, uh, a topic of concern, something that came out that you like, yo, what's your take on that? Whatever the case may be, email me unsolicited with G at gmail.com unsolicited with G at gmail.com. Remember unsolicited spell U N S O U L I C I T D. Did I spell that right? U N S O U L C I T E D unsolicited with George D. But the emails unsolicited with a G. Okay? So we're revealing our soul, hence unsolicited. All right? So do that. Um, you can follow us on Instagram right now. That's pretty much the only social media platform we'll be on. I'm not going to lie to you. You won't catch me on Twitter. You won't catch me on TikTok. Outside of YouTube and Instagram, you ain't going to catch me nowhere else. I'm not going to even play myself that way. Um, so get on Instagram right now. You can follow me there. I'm going to be dropping some... Um, unsolicited life lessons and quotes from me. You know what I'm saying? In addition to a lot of other content. Um, so I definitely follow that right now. Unsolicited with G. Uh, unsolicited with George D. That's on IG. Unsolicited with George D. Unsolicited with George D. Right? Cool. And until next time, right? It starts and ends with you. So trust in him. Forgive them and yourself and live an unsolicited life. Appreciate you.